Hello, film lovers. Welcome to Reaction Shots for January 2019. It's a new year, and thus we look back at the year prior and talk about <laughs> the year prior. <laughs> I liked that. Sorry. Richard Pryor. Oh, we talk about legend. Yeah. Talk about movies that happen in the year. Whatever. 2018 year in review. Here we go. Along with our illustrious Easy Allies Film Club, $7 and up patrons. Got a lot of really good comments from them. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. many, in fact, that I mostly just took mostly just took the names of the movies that were brought up. Nice. Um, but occasionally picked little comments here and there, but unfortunately could not take everyone's full comments because they were very good and numerous and lengthy, but... Yeah. I believe it. So if you're a patron at $7 or up, go check those out. I encourage it. There's some good um, discussions on there. But before we jump in, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I guess uh, probably this will in be encompassed in the discussion, but have you liked anything lately? Aquaman. And was it from 2018? Finishing the frame trap conversation, Ian. <laughs> rolling right in. Aquaman. Aquaman. I just keep thinking about it. I said on that episode that I would hype up uh, Ocean Master. I thought he was a good villain. Uh-huh. Um, there's a scene in the movie. I won't spoil it. But there's kind of a scene where, like, his motivations come to light. And I was like, well, he's got a point. <laughs> so anytime you can, like, kind of yeah, relate yeah. or, like, see where they're coming from. I mean, he's like... He goes to the extremes. Obviously, he's a villain of the movie, and he wants to like kill everyone. But yeah, <laughs> at yeah. the same time, it's like, oh, well. That seems <laughs> to be a positive trend in, in superhero movies lately, is villains that you're mm -hmm. like, I see why you would think, I, I see why you're coming from. Maybe just don't go so extreme right, with right, it. Right, right, yeah. right. Like, your methods are wrong, but like the seed of what you're thinking might be more or less correct. Yeah. But yeah, um... That's just, cool. Yeah, just really like the production of it. I can't I can't drive it home enough uh dealing with all the water and and the CG mixed with practical effects. Mm. Uh want to pay want want to give a nod to the cinematography specifically because the way the camera moves through this movie is mesmerizing. It just pulled me in the whole way through Ian. You got these underwater scenes where the camera is just swimming through and it it's beautiful. It's just the the movie is expertly made, even if it isn't expertly written or acted. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess, counts for something, I guess. Yeah. Let me ask you a question: Do they ever run afoul of like a shipwreck in this movie, or like a nasty oil rig or something? Yeah. Ugh. I can't yeah. handle. Oh, like, I can't like, look upon that stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, I can't yeah, look yeah. upon it for sure. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You'd this movie'd freak you out. Maybe I should see it. I'm a morbid <laughs> fascination. Confront my my weird fears. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Anything else? Another big budget blockbuster, Bumblebee. Uh yeah, you saw that with Kyle. Saw the other it day, with right? Bossman. What a delight! Just a delightful. I've heard it's good. It actually is. Is it is it just the best Transformers movie, or is it actually a good movie? It is actually a good movie because it. Gave me characters I cared about. For the first time in series history. Yes. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. Sam Witwicky could have been stepped on at any point in any yeah, of those yeah. movies, and I wouldn't have even blinked You wouldn't eye. even have noticed. I would have been like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> this, great On characters. the drive home, you'd be like, wait, was Shia in that? Was Shia LaBeouf in that? <laughs> right. 
No, I guess he wasn't. <laughs> um, some really touching moments in this movie. Uh, some really sad stuff. Some is it basically just E.T. <laughs> I mean, kind of in a way. <laughs> it's like obviously she discovers Bumblebee. That's like in the trailers, yeah. you know. And you know she builds the bond with it. Uh, she has this neighbor that has a crush on her, who's just hilarious. Um, John Cena is a bad guy. Is kinda? so he's just an affable human. I love John Cena. Uh, the the fight scenes are legit. The robot designs got that eighties aesthetic. Nice. Um, yeah, and it's just it was just a fun ride. Just definitely the best Transformers movie. Not necessarily the most fun I've had in a movie theater watching Transformers, oh. to be fair. Oh, uh, even with the Bossman effect. Yeah, because you didn't see it in the IMAX. Sure. So, you know, some of those old movies, like, I love the the, the spectacle. I the love sound. the sound, the production, the fights. That sound yeah. effect, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is the only Transformers movie that I would watch again. Oh. Because, again, it had really good characters, and it, it was... Just the whole way through, just a good movie. A sterling achievement for the Transformers. <laughs> really, franchise. right? Yeah, I kept thinking that. I'm like, I care about her. Yeah. I want her to live. Like, yes. <laughs> I want her to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great for us for Transformers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you've seen lately? You have not yet seen Spider-Verse. Have not seen Spider-Verse. Number one on the list. The, t- the, the showtimes were, I got mixed up, so I ended up seeing Aquaman. Um... I thought you ended up seeing Venom. Also, n- oh no, that was on DVD. Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, Aquaman. I because Aquaman I saw at the Grove, Ugh. which is like chaos one hundred and one. It's an insane place. Insane place. I bought popcorn for it, which is like a once every four year thing. Who are you? Like I fully embraced the the Hollywood blockbuster. You're like I'm at the Grove. Yeah. I paid forty dollars for yeah. this ticket. Yep, I'm getting some popcorn. I wanted people talking in the theater. Like I Whoa. wanted people laughing. Every time a really awkward cheesy moment went down, these people had the best commentary just to like <laughs> made me laugh. Whereas, in Aquaman, yeah, in Aquaman, whereas Spider Verse. Oh no, gotta go ArcLight Monday yeah. night. Good last sound. show. No one there. I need. I went to the ArcLight button near me, and uh, the sound, not the greatest. It's an old convert, you know. And, like, yeah, Omar, my roommate, was like, you got to see it with better sound, you know? Yeah. But I could imagine. Because okay. the sound design in, in Spider-Verse, really good. Dude. Very good. I'm ready. Oh, man, that movie. Spider-Verse, dude. I can't wait. Spider-Verse. Can't wait. I've heard nothing but, like, the best things about it. it. I was shocked. Because, like, I saw Venom, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on the DVD or whatever, but, like, the Blu-ray, but... um. I stayed for the end, the after credits in Venom, the like end end credits yeah. after credits. And it was a little it was a clip, clip. from Spider Verse. And I I have to think now that it was just the effect of just having seen Venom and suffered through that. Yeah. That I hated it. It unsold me on Spider Verse so hard yeah. that I didn't even think I would go see it. Yeah. Um and now I now that I went and saw it, I was like, Oh yeah, easily easily one of my favorite movies of this year. Dang. Um Spider Verse basically like no i can't really think of any problems nice. like on subsequent watchings subsequent vo- watchings maybe there'd be like one or two like pacing dips but that's like yeah. it that movie is great hyped yeah spider-man spider-verse man it's been, 2018 was a hell of a year for spider-man good luck. yeah yeah there, was homecoming this year no no but, but he was in Avengers. infinity war yeah yeah the game yeah, spider-man that had a big old year crazy dang 
We'll have and next year is going to be big too. I hope there's a Spider-Verse 2 oh, and 3 and 5. There will be. Yeah. This movie did way too well for them to I stop actually, now. Several people have said that it isn't doing that well. Let's check. Let's check that box uh, office. Box office mojo. Um, so at least if you're, if you're doing extremely well in one, you have hope. You're either cr- uh, a critical darling or a box office hit. In your in your first movie, you mean? Yeah, yeah. You know the the wonderful reviews and word of mouth. I think will be enough. I can't believe Aquaman's gonna make a bill, or has made yeah, a bill. Has made a billion. Ugh. Crazy, crazy. Okay, searching Spider Man into the Spider Verse got me nowhere. So I'm looking here. Why is Ace Ventura Pet Detective coming up? <laughs> What's happening? Okay, here we go. Spider-Verse. Okay. Domestic total, 133 million. Worldwide total. That's domestic. What's the worldwide? Um, That's Production budget was 90. So it's it's made over budget domestically even. We need that world. I want to go to its web. Ugh. Why is everything weird? Okay, here we go. Worldwide, 275 million. Yeah, Dude. so it's doing okay. Nice hit. Nice it's hit. It's doing all right. Yeah. Opening weekend, not stellar. 35 yeah. mil. Probably Spider-Man fatigue, honestly. Maybe it was a it was a lot, you know that that audience I feel like has seen Avengers and played Spider-Man. Yeah, well, <laughs> and this is such it's such a different kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things about Spider-Verse is that it like allowed it was allowed to just have fun. Yeah, because like there are some things that are just like straight up cartoony about it, you know, mm. and it's hilarious. Nice, it works. Pumped. Spider-Verse, check it out. Pumped. Um, all right. Should we jump in? Let's jump in. Got a little bit of an unconventional... Well, I guess it's the same as every episode that we do, but we're, we're going to talk. We've got some comments from our film club. M- basically, I just asked them, what were your favorite movies? What were your least favorite movies? Stand-up performances, stand-up direction, writing, editing, cinematography, uh, and what are you looking forward to? Cool. And so we're just going to kind of go down the list, Let's see what roll. they said, and then if we, if anything triggers any thoughts, we'll speak them. Sweet. Um, and I think I got everybody in there. Maybe missed one or two comments, uh, but hopefully I got everybody. Uh, Megan Linart says eighth grade, which I haven't oh, seen yet. Me either. Bo Burnham directed that. Apparently, this is going to make me really depressed because I haven't seen anything. So 2018. In preparing for this episode, like I thought I'd done okay this year. Yeah. And like there are some pretty glaring blind spots yep. that I missed. Yep. Um. Colt Smith brings up Spider-Verse, which mm-hmm. we just discussed. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites of the year. At the end of this, Huber and I will do our lists for the year. Cool. Um, at the very end of the episode. Uh, Colin Grace is a tie between 8th grade and mid-90s. Nice. Tyler Travis, 2018 was pretty disappointing in year in film for me, but Bandersnatch was a lot of fun and <laughs> played right into my sensibilities. Did you do Bandersnatch? Yeah. I did it too. I, I had fun with it. I, I didn't so hate it. so much fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. And like um, trying trying to dig and redo stuff, yeah. and like getting the hilarious Netflix ending, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it it didn't stay with me like a no. powerful episode of Black Mirror usually does, right? But for what it was, it was incredibly fun. It was a fun diversion. Mm-hmm. It felt more like playing a game than watching a movie. It really did. And you you'd made choices way more frequently than I thought you would. Yeah. I thought it would be like, you're watching a thing, and then you pick a choice, and it has three different endings, whatever. But totally. it's like, no, there's a lot of different branching. Pearl uh, pearl narrative is, I yeah. think, what they say for Choose Your Own Adventures. It's like, give them a bunch of branches, bring it back to one mm. point. Bring, give them a bunch of branches. bring. Them back. That's why one of the characters' name is Pearl, I imagine. Oh, I didn't yeah. catch that. Um, 
what well we don't want to spoil the endings yeah, but like yeah. there are some funny things yeah. in there there's funny stuff Bandersnatch I liked I saw Bird Box actually which like yeah I need to watch it well I liked it cause I had read the book and I, th- I was like, how are you going to do this? It's a, a meme factory. Dude, it's a this meme movie. factory. My gosh. Like, obviously was not, that intentional? Not the greatest movie ever made by a stretch, but like, I think it improved on the book maybe, and it was watchable. Hmm. I, I went in with the lowest expectations possible, yeah. though. Like, Netflix film, you know, like, probably, you know, did yeah. not expect anything. I had a yeah. fun time. I don't know. My dad liked it. He was like, yeah. yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I was surprised. It was better than I thought it would be. Uh, Alton yeah. O'Connell I have not stopped thinking about Annihilation all year the acting the direction the cinematography the ending the entire film is beautiful and weird and won't get out of my head shout out to Game Night and Blockers Game Night I was pleasantly surprised by that got wonderful reviews Don't have you seen it? No. it's actually that movie is like way better than it has any business being it's like well shot yeah. they do cool things well, it's, it's a good movie had I just had to watch eight Will Ferrell movies, as you may know. <laughs> which eight? Do you remember? Yeah, it was uh, Night at the Roxbury, which is one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> I got ever. in on the ground floor with that when I was a child. So yeah, dude. I don't know how old I was when that came out. High school, maybe? I challenge cool. anyone who's never seen it to watch oh, it now. Yeah, I'm sure it's terrible. Like Michael Clark Duncan Probably hype. like sexist, probably. Dude, terrible movie. Yeah. Uh, Bewitched? was fine because i really yeah. like nicole kidman sure yeah kicking and screaming i enjoyed maybe one of the most because i could actually root for the kids sure. i was like okay here's something like kids i can get behind sure. let's go here yeah, yeah instead of obnoxious that's the soccer one right? yeah yeah um there are like three movies called kicking and screaming they're yeah. all really different semi-pro oh but that was terrible was pretty bad i heard i heard actually on it's on here sherlock and watson apparently is like the worst movie yeah movie. um that's four. Um, well, you didn't watch Stranger Than Fiction anyway. Didn't watch like any of the good ones. Stranger dude. Than Fiction is good. I watched Elf over the break with my dad. Elf. Yeah. And I had seen it, I think, a hundred years ago. But man, it was, Elf is a good movie. Yeah. That's a feel good flick. Oh, um, the producers, which was kind of a cheap, oh, okay. but just threw saw it in there. One. Um, Superstar. Oh. Like, anyway, the reason I bring it up is because then yeah, I was reading. Then I was reading about Will Ferrell and the Holmes and Watson being the worst movie oh, ever, yeah. and about how comedies right now are in a really tough spot, and they're not doing well, and they're not making them as much as they used to, and it's not a yeah, hot yeah. genre. But Game Night was brought up. Game Night, and I was saying it was you know shocked one of, by Game Night. Yeah, shocked. one of the best, one of the one of the newer. You, you might even like that one. I probably uh, like. Would. I I was. I like Bateman. I like McCann. Amazed McCombs. that I liked that movie. Nice. Um, Stranger Than Fiction, though, is probably my favorite Will Ferrell movie. I really, really like that movie a lot. It's very good. Anyway. Jones um, didn't do me any favors. Annihilation. Back to Alton's comment. Annihilation is a very interesting film because, like, I had... I came in with way too much baggage from the books. Yeah, like, there's no... They they added all the stuff with like her her husband and all this in the movie. A lot of it they embellished it a lot. Like yeah. it's from the books. Yeah, you read the book, the first one. No, no. Okay, um, it's different in the books. It's hard to do because in the books you have like someone's interior narration and stuff. You know their thoughts. Um, but like in the book, she doesn't really care about her husband all that much. She sort of does, but mostly mm-hmm. she's doing everything for herself. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not as much about self-destruction as it is about like embracing change, which mm-hmm. to me I think is a much more powerful message. Yeah. Whereas this movie is kind of just like, okay, we're all bent on self-destruction. Great. And like what? I don't know. Um, but I mean, yeah, beautiful cinematography, mm-hmm. well acted, well edited. For sure. Very mysterious. Very cool. Yeah. Jeremy Ferris liked a star is born, which I didn't care to see, but apparently everyone likes it. But I had two friends who yeah. were so upset and angered by the ending that, that it sounded from their description, it sounds like irresponsible. And I was like, oh. This is one of those movies where I felt like a monster for not liking it mm. because I didn't feel anything for the characters. Hey, welcome to my world, baby. Like, and that that's rare for me. Yeah. I i am easily invested. Um, I'm uh, uh, so easily emotionally invested in characters. You know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., dude. If anyone gets like <laughs> shot, I'm like weeping. I'm like, no. You know, it's really easy for me to get behind characters. Um, I'm the opposite. When when <laughs> when A Star Is Born was over, I, I just didn't really feel anything. Interesting. And and it's not that I didn't enjoy the movie. I I enjoyed watching it, but there was something missing. That's funny because like me. the one main positive thing I've heard from a lot of people is that their relationship is yeah. so believable. Yeah. And, you know. And I I maybe I need to see it again or something. Yeah. I, Seems like yeah. a downer to me. Uh, Dominic Barlow, Spider-Verse. It's weird for me to walk out of a movie feeling intense gratitude, but after the incredible narrative arcs, aesthetic flourishes, set pieces... My phone was going crazy. Uh, Set pieces and jokes that this movie offers, I couldn't feel any other way. I I included that because I loved the the phrase intense gratitude, and I felt similar. Like, having seen Spider-Verse, I was like... Afterwards, I was just like, thank you. Like... Thank you to whoever yeah. for like allowing this bizarre movie to exist. Oh, like, I need to go tonight. Same with like Mandy. I'm just like, thank you, yeah, for like you like humans for not screwing this one up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Silent Continent also liked Spider Verse, Infinity War, Creed Two, Searching, uh, Eighth Grade, and Sorry to Bother You. I really liked Searching a lot. Her, that's sick. Oh, dude, you would love Searching. Yeah. John Cho, I think someone else shouts them out. Hype. John Cho's performance in that is so good. And, like, it's it was the first movie of that ilk that I've seen where it's like, it takes place entirely on a computer screen, mm-hmm. whatever, tra la la. Or computer screens, I guess. Various screens. And I was very well surprised, and I liked it a lot. Searching. Check it out. Don't miss it. It's very good. Um, I also really liked Sorry to Bother You. It's got a very like Brazil kind of vibe, but like updated for Whoa. for 2018. Did you see? Sorry to bother you. Mm-mm. I wonder if you would like it. It gets very weird. Okay, um, but it's good. My weird tolerance kind of goes uh, up and like weird as in like Legion, you know? Not and exactly. Westworld. Like it, like when mm. there's a when there's a weird mind bending mystery no, and no, we're no, not no, going to no. tell you anything like for not three like seasons. Like, no, 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 no. Sometimes I have patience for but it. But you sometimes. love the leftovers, you psycho, dude. After season one, Ian. Season one was offensive to me. The leftovers final season. What's his name? What's his name? I've forgotten Damon his name. Lindelof. Damon Lindelof. Scourge the final season, of writing. He will love. No. I swear. I refuse. I'm sad you missed it. The J.J. Oh. Abrams Mystery Box School of oh. Writing. No, no. <laughs> um, no, it's not not like that. It's okay, like okay. it's a mix between Brazil and like Monty Python. I don't know. 
It's, cool. Yeah, it's uh, not Monty Python. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. And like and like Black Klansmen mixed in. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. I, I, I don't know how to describe. Sorry to bother you. Okay. But it's it's crazy. Sign me up. Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't seen anything. Bonkers third act. Uh, Morgan Mahala says there were a ton of great shows and films in 2018. Bandersnatch was an intense and unique way to watch a little sh- uh, watch a sh- the show Black Mirror. Hereditary got under my skin in a way that hasn't happened in a long time. Uh, Avengers, Isle of Dogs, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Patriot Season 2 speaks for itself. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does, baby. Hey, I did the missing for you, man. Hey, wait, did you beat it? Yeah. Ah! Mm-hmm. Talked about it on Frame Trap. I saw you tweet a picture, and I was yeah. like, ah, oh, but you were like midway through or something in the pit. Ben was like, so what made you play The Missing? And I was like, Ian's and your love for it. The Missing, dude. Straight up. I love The, the Missing, missing so much. Yeah. Uh, the puzzles, you know. I mean, me. the gameplay is, you know, the basically got terrible. Me. I, oh I got yeah, stuck. I don't even know if I'd qualify them as puzzles. Yeah, like the bowling alley. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, it was tough. And like, I was carrying that shoe around, <laughs> and I was like trying to put it on the thing. I was like, let me put the shoe on the thing. A little obtuse. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't have a lot of money. For sure. But the missing. The missing. I mean, it's a testament to me to the narrative of that game. I've probably said this before, and I'm going to say it again, mm-hmm. especially during Goatee Deliberations. But, yeah. like, it's a testament to the narrative of a video game with that bad of gameplay that it keeps me interested. Yes. Game game narratives pretty much never do that. If a yeah. game if a game's gameplay is not good enough, I You're will out. drop it. You're hard out. But You're that easy game, out. Oh, I am gladly out. <laughs> I You're relish out the door. it. I relish taking my time back. <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh. Anyways. So I was like, all right, this is going to buy me some Patriot time. Yeah. Finish the missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. That's what I thought. Sure. Halfway through, I was yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. this gives me a little time. You've, you've, you've given yourself a stay of execution yeah. of, of four months. Um, Hereditary, I'm still too afraid to, to watch. I like almost did the other day in preparation for this episode, but I was just like, eh. <laughs> well, because like... Sophia's like it's not scary, it's fine, and then like and then like other people are like it's the scariest movie I've ever seen, and I'm just like okay, I don't know who to believe. Who do I believe? There's so many like variations. If of it scary, doesn't have jump scares, like I don't. It, I saw it in the theater once, so I don't remember if there's jump scares. If it's like The Witch, I'm fine. But like The Witch, I didn't find scary. I just found cool and creepy. What about like really just harsh imagery? Does that get you? Depends on the nature of the harshness. Like, okay. gruesome, like, gore and stuff doesn't stick with me, whatever. But, like, there are some background ghosts in Haunting of Hill House that I'm still just like, are you there? Huh? Is that a face? Huh? There's, like, a half a mask right there that I'm looking at now, yeah. and I'm just like, cooey. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Imagery sticks with me sometimes, but not, yeah. like, gore and stuff. I honestly, Ian... I think you should brave it and, and try to watch it at least. You should on like All give right. it a shot at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to. I want to. It's it's been talked about enough that mm-hmm. I'm like I need to watch this thing. Yeah, but but temper the hype. Yeah, temper that hype. I need to start tempering hype. Temper it, hype. Temper it. I'm a victim of hype from time to it, time. It made me think of uh, you know, I was thinking about hype with Bumblebee mm. having a 94 percent or something on Rotten Tomatoes versus the like 60 something of aquaman Mm -hmm. and i keep thinking about aquaman and how the production just was so wonderful and so amazing whereas bumblebee is just a good movie you know i like bumblebee is maybe a better movie but i think aquaman does things so much better than bumblebee and i just keep thinking about it and love it 
it's just it, it made me think of like those really high rated reviews on Rotten where it's like this has a ninety something and it's usually just an okay movie but just everyone likes it you know sure it's got a ninety three percent but everyone is like yeah it's good right versus something that has like a thirty or a forty but the people that love it are like yes yes <laughs> you know and then everyone else just hates yeah. it. yeah so I was just thinking about well how I mean yeah that's how Rotten Tomatoes works yeah you know, it's just positive or negative not like. Yeah. what people gave it right because sometimes i'll go into some 90 percenter and be like this is gonna be the best movie ever made but everyone gave it a seven exactly you know yeah. like yeah 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 so yeah it's just, it's, it's a crap shoot i don't know just trying to temper it watch what you want to watch mm-hmm. like how well, like what you like you mm-hmm. know um tokyo slim had a lengthy discussion of of his 11 favorite movies um which i will now just list but if you're in the group, <laughs> read it because it was good. Um, Eleven tie between three identical strangers and won't you be my neighbor? Two documentaries. Uh, Ten Black Panther. Nine Crazy Rich Asians. That's that, was hard, that was hard for me to say. Crazy Rich Asians made me want to go to Singapore really bad. That's what that's what he said. Or yeah. somebody somebody was saying that yeah. the way they shot Singapore is and it's a city you don't see very often. Yeah. and you could tell that they loved it. Yeah, you know that that definitely translated. Um, eight, A Quiet Place, which I did see, and I like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, Green Book. Six, Minding the Gap. Five, Am I Fallout, baby? Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Uh, four, The Sisters Brothers, which I missed. Did you see that one? No, but... That seems like a Huber joint. Yes, and an Ian joint, too. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I just didn't, hadn't... I like John C. Riley, right? Yeah. John C. Riley And like Joaquin. The, yeah, winner. Yeah. Gotta see that. Yes. Uh, three, Mandy. We'll talk about Mandy, baby. We'll talk about it. Spider-Verse, and then one is Blind Spotting, which apparently is rentable on Amazon now. Why does this sound familiar? I don't know. I missed this one, too. Blind Spotting. No, I, I feel like this. a failure. Like, Did there I are even... these movies that I just totally missed out on this year. Blind what happened to me? Spotting. This was the number one? That was, that was Tokyo Slim's number one. Blind Spotting. Dude. He's looking it up. No, I was getting it wrong. While on probation, a, a man begins to reevaluate his relationship with his volatile best friend. Great premise. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. I'm already in. Already, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Tim O'Keefe also seconded uh, three identical strangers. And then this is, I believe, our first mention of Black Klansman, which was one of my favorites of this year. I liked it a lot. Did you see it? Of course not. Missed everything. Black Klansman, dude. Really good movie. I thought it was well done, obviously. But then it does a thing. I won't spoil it, but mm-hmm. it does a thing at the end mm-hmm. that hit me so hard. It was insane. Wow. And like, I just immediately was like, I don't know if I like wept, but I was like, it hit me so hard. And like, it just made me feel so intensely just this like disappointment and sadness and anger. I like um, kind of can theorize in a way. Yeah, <laughs> I can kind of see where you're going. Yeah, with I that. mean it's yeah. Black Klansman, dude. It's yeah. good stuff. Um, trying to think of the last Spike Lee movie I saw. He's got uh-huh. a lot of good ones. Dude. Got a lot of good ones. Jeez. Uh, Anthony Zaylor says Hereditary. Yes. Noah, sorry to bother you again. And then also uh, they said I have to say this for Huber Pacific Rim Uprising. It's a seven at best. But it's so hype, I don't even care. It's so hype. <laughs> it is so hype. <laughs> Theater, dude. Like, sometimes 
I'll just be eating food or something, uh-huh. and I'll think in my brain, I hope Pacific Rim Uprising comes back to the movie theaters. She's <laughs> like, I'll be there. Remember when, like, like, uh, I mean, it probably won't. It probably won't. Some movies re-release. Yeah, if they win a bunch of prizes. Or like, uh, like uh, you know. Mad Arclight, Max, Fury Road, I saw like, like eight times. Yeah. Yeah. Arclight Black does and white. like, uh, you know, their, their Tuesday night movies. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Could, make an appearance (laughs) critical (laughs) critical (laughs) and budgetary failure (laughs) pacific rim uprising here again at long last on the arc light (laughs) tuesday night screening series (laughs) it could happen hey they got that netflix anime coming pacific rim netflix anime wait really yeah coming dude netflix make an anime out of everything so Into i'm it. hoping that that takes off and uh propels us to pacific rim 3 yeah that's the dream yeah did guillermo have anything to do with uprising not really no he, his sequel would have been different he said mm. so not really but he he like specifically stepped away right he was like i don't want to do it yeah there was um starting and stopping Mm. directing wise so that oh. he, he like you know he has so many things going on that he moved on right after pacific rim one i want him to finally make mountains of madness but of course that right. that uh you know storied history of troubles carl williams liked it well now that he War. has an oscar yeah Ooh, he's got dude. more leverage dude i hope so comes man. into the meeting with the oscar <laughs> he sets so, it on the desk i want to make Let's this movie talk about <laughs> Lovecraft. Um, yeah, dude. If he made a Lovecraft movie, it would be perfect. Right? I mean, say what you will about Lovecraft himself, but damn, did that man know how to write some bizarre cosmic yeah. horror. Because he hate, like he was just racist as hell. But Psycho. You know. Was he? I oh, know nothing yeah. About oh, yeah. Lovecraft. Did Lovecraft do Invisible Man? Uh, I don't know who wrote Invisible Man. No, it's H.G. Wells? Yeah, that's H.G. Wells, okay. I think. H. Lovecraft H. was Lovecraft? like, uh, yeah. Cthulhu. Cthulhu in okay. the Mouth of Madness, at the mount- Mountains of Madness, whatever. Um, uh, Innsmouth, uh, Dunwich Horror, that kind of stuff. Like, Innsmouth is like, ooh, creepy fish people, but like, you're reading it and you're like, you're talking about, you're talking about black people probably. Whoa. Like. This is racist. This is probably like overtones. Really racist overtones. Okay, but like if you're able to just like, yeah, Guillermo, <laughs> Guillermo can. Guillermo would fix it. Hopefully, can yeah, totally fix it. Yeah, Ugh. it's a good human, Guillermo. Yeah, it's a good cosmic. And the force. Arkham Horror card game is really good. Nice. Not excusing, obviously, this of man course. from 1930 or whatever. Of course, earlier than that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Guillermo will fix it. Yeah, g- fix it, Guillermo. <laughs> fix Retcon. racism on the whole. Yeah, fix Guillermo. the world. <laughs> if anybody could, Guillermo might have a shot at right? it. I don't know. We're white people. Positive force. Stephen Beaumont. <laughs> Bailout. <laughs> Ripcord. Uh, Stephen Beaumont. It saddens me to think that I won't, but I want Into the Spider-Verse to change mainstream. Oh, it saddens me to think that it won't, but I want Into the Spider-Verse to change mainstream people's mindset that there are kids' cartoons and Pixar and nothing else. Yeah. Which is very true. This is a movie for all ages, for all peoples, for everybody. Mm-hmm. So good. I'm Into probably the seeing Spider-verse. it. I'm probably seeing it tonight. Go see <laughs> it. Like, let's just go see it right now. I want to. Hard cut. Badly. Ugh. Badly. Goaty souls, man. I said after I saw it, I was like, I said to Bossman, I'm like, can we just give Spider Verse Goaty <laughs> <laughs> game of the year, man? 
Samuel Cardwell says Paddington 2, nice. Isle of Dogs, and Death of Stalin. I liked Isle of Dogs a lot. Paddington 2, I was intending to see before today because I've heard several people use the word perfect. Doesn't it have 100 on Rotten? With regard, yeah, with regard to Paddington 2. I believe yeah. it does have 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. And, uh, Crazy. Yeah. I was talking to James Willems, and he was telling me how he uses the Paddington scale and compares everything <laughs> to Paddington. And he was like, Spider-Verse is like a 98 on the Paddington 2 scale. Oh and I was like, gosh. what? And now having seen Spider-Verse, I'm like, whoa, Paddington 2, Paddington 2 hype. must be like transcendent. Crazy. I've heard it's just like the perfect, like the like embodiment of jolliness. <sighs> Let's watch Paddington 2 sometime. Uh, Nathan Kearse also says Paddington 2. And then our first mention of the favorite. Nice. And Shoplifters, which I haven't seen or heard of, actually, even. But The Favorite I really loved. Did you see The Favorite? Ugh, I loved The Favorite. I have seen none of these movies. <laughs> it hurts. It's Usually okay. for the Oscars, I'll Red have Dead seen... Red Dead 2 ate up the last freaking yeah. two months out of all of our lives. And Dragon Quest Eleven is like... There's just so much now. It's too much. The Favorite is incredible. I think we'll, I hear. It comes up a couple more times, so we'll, we'll have more time to talk about it in a second. Steph CT says, Mandy. Did you see Mandy? Nope. Humor. I know. Mandy was. Th- oh, man, Mandy. Well, Steph has a thought about it. Everything about this movie completely blew me away. On the surface, its basic story uh, is a simple revenge fantasy, but visually, tonally, and symbolically, it's on an entirely different level, in my opinion. The myth- mythology and world building is so fantastic, and Cage's performance is just a delight to behold, which is very true. That Mandy is a bonkers ass movie and yeah. it's so good. And I think it improves uh I always get the guy's name wrong. Panos Cosmatona Panos is his first name. But um Beyond the Black Rainbow was cool tonally and the soundtrack was really good and visually it was really good, but the story was kinda nothing. Not, or not nothing, but like kinda mm, not not really fully there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um this this movie takes everything that was good about that. And just improves on it and makes everything else just so much better. Nice. Mandy, man. Oh, Nick Cage. Such a unique theater-going experience for me. It's so bizarre and cool and nutcase. And it, it, I was, I had already, like, we were, I was working on the, the Western horror musical that we made earlier this year, mm. but, like, definitely Mandy inspired me to try to add, like, film grain to it. Nice. <laughs> and, like, title cards. Like, I was already thinking maybe title cards, but then I was like, title cards for sure. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I love a good title oh, card. So good. <laughs> title cards are great. I love title cards. The title cards of Mandy are like god tier, next level title nice. cards. Also, Mandy does something that I really like is doesn't show the name of the movie until like way later. Like you know what I mean? Minutes, like the title, forty five or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. It's funny. Um, Fipe says Fipe. I don't know how you pronounce that. F a a i p. I know. Fipe. Uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Mission Impossible Fallout, Roma, which is still on my list. It's on Netflix now. I and I refuse to watch it Why? on Netflix. I oh, you want to see the theater. theater? Yeah, yeah. It and might I'm, still be in theaters. I, I hope. I Not hope I cannot miss Roma in the theater. I need to see it in the theater. I need to. Yeah. Or my life It's rough. will be worse. It's rough, these December <laughs> movies, because like, I was out of L.A. for three weeks mm-hmm. in rural Wisconsin, you know? Like, I'm theaters? not going to the movies. How many theaters know? out there? Oh, I mean, like, yeah, I could drive to Minneapolis an hour away and like see they have art theaters and Got stuff. It. You could see movies there, but like, you know, the bigger towns have a theater, generally. 
It's not like you LA's know, It's not the wilderness, but yeah. like, you know. <laughs> I was just teasing. No, but I mean like f- like from my house I could drive like a mile and go to like four different movie theaters, okay. <laughs> you know. Okay, okay. Like here, <laughs> you know, in LA. Yeah. Uh Michael Seward says Old Man and the Gun and Bohemian Rhapsody. Really wanted to see Old Man and the Gun, dude. Robert Redford's final movie. Fi- Wait, he's retired. Didn't die. Okay, I was like, wait. No, he's retired, he and uh, he retired. And I just heard it's it's the perfect movie for him to go out on. Just this charismatic anti-hero, you know, kind of what he built his his career on is, yeah. are these types of characters, and I heard it's just a nice end note on a wonderful career, dude. Robert yeah. Redford hype. Robert Redford, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've talked about favorite films. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about least favorite films. Let's get nasty. Nasty. It's hard for me to get nasty. I like too many movies. Yeah. I don't think... I mean, Will Ferrell, dude. You want me to go there? <laughs> we can go there. Yeah. Well, just for this year. Yeah. Um. Here, maybe this will get get us there a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh, Varun Kachawa, Ka, Kachwaha says Apostle, the director Gareth Evans of Raid 1 and 2. Yeah, I need to watch with it. With Dan Stevens. Mm-hmm. My sister watched this because she likes Dan Stevens a lot and said that it was disturbing i That's guess what I heard. um but they were in at those things and then it had like a bloodborne like aesthetic and they were like so in and then the film they say the film doesn't know what it wants to be torn between being an action mystery horror and romance film a mm. uh, film that tried to go in so many different directions at once that it just tore the film apart which Dang. is a bummer sounds like a fair criticism yeah um uh, megan linart uh says 50 shades freed no real surprise. She says, I know this movie's already been hated on enough, but my opinion is, isn't... It's In my opinion, it's the twisted, cynical messaging this movie in particular that truly infuriates me. They keep shoving this toxic relationship down our throats and want us to care. I'm sorry, but these movies are the definition of everything that can be wrong with Hollywood. Cheap, lazy cash grabs. Dude, yeah. nice. Uh, Jeremy Ferris says, Venom. And uh, I would... I would maybe agree yeah i think uh, it's one of those situations where the terrible terrible reviews and word of mouth helped me be lower okay your ex- yeah, with yeah, the movie yeah. i was totally okay with it yeah um yeah it was okay i went in here's the thing like the greatest the worst thing a movie that you've heard is bad can do mm-hmm. is just be blah right like if it's so bad that you're like wow then you can get some enjoyment out of it i went to to venom knowing it would be bad just hoping to have a fun time yeah and i didn't really and like the problems with it's one of those movies where like people used to ask like oh does being like does having studied filmmaking like ruin movies for you Mm -hmm. and i go not really it makes the good ones better and the worst ones worse Mm -hmm. um you know because you know what's going wrong or you know what's going right and why Venom is one of those movies where I was like, wow, okay, you guys ran out of money and had bad coverage and didn't shoot this very well. Like, the chase sequence when he's on that weird motorcycle and they keep having to cut to the villain saying, don't lose him, or get after him, yeah. pointlessly. Yeah. Clearly to cover location changes. Crazy holes they Because they didn't shoot coverage enough and, like, they didn't appropriately shoot that chase, so it didn't make yeah. any sense in I got, space. I got a good one for you. Hmm. Tom Hardy's boss mm-hmm. says, hey, I need you to go do this interview. Oh. But don't ruffle any feathers. Yeah. But he's your bad boy. But he's your ruffling feathers journalist. Right. Why are you sending him? Right, right. I was he like, even says, he's like, oh, I can't do that. You sure? You're going to send? Like, yeah. 
You don't the, have the one basic premise of other that. Yeah, journalist Offensive. in this building. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, sending sending this what? guy who like they the <laughs> movie makes a huge point that he's like this bad boy, successful ruffling feather. Yeah. He has investigative a show, journalist. investigative journalist, and then you're gonna send him there and say don't ruffle any feathers. I'm like sorry, and then they fire him. I'm like yeah. this is your fault, yeah. boss. This is ye- on you. <sighs> That's stupid. And then like. Midway through the movie, it feels like they lost 30 minutes because I guess they did. Yeah. They cut 20 or 30 minutes just out of the middle of the movie. So, like, things are paying off at the end that Their make no sense. Their when relationship. Venom when like, Venom is like, he's like, I what changed you. your mind? He's like, you did, Eddie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this guy being a whiny bastard made you want to spare humanity? Like, what? That's not evidenced in this film in any way. And, like, the combat, it's like Kingsglaive, like, visually confusing nightmare, right? I did appreciate it. The combat, well, they just cut so much and you don't know what's happening because they clearly didn't have enough money to make it look good. I did appreciate the action scene in the lobby against the, like, SWAT team. That one worked. That was an actually good fight scene I liked. I was like, I'd watch that scene again. I really liked it. Good stuff. But then uh, Venom versus... Was whatever the bad venom is called. Whatever, whatever like CGI, even in yeah, even in some of these fight, Avengers movies, yeah. whenever like CGI monsters are just like, Bleh. there's no weight, no weight, and it's visually confusing because they're cutting so much, you know and they're both just the like most, black, and it's nighttime. You know what is some of the most weight ever? Huh. Aquaman, a Jaeger punching <laughs> a kaiju. Oh, yeah, yeah. in the IMAX. Yeah, you feel it in your gut, mm-hmm. dude. I'm hyped for Godzilla King of Monsters. By the way, dude, it looks so good. I'm hyped. IMAX? Whatever. Dude, let's I'll go just IMAX. See it. Can we go IMAX? Yeah, yeah. Sophia's coming too. The IMAX. She loves effect. Godzilla. When's the last time you went IMAX? Oh, pff. years. Dude. Please. Maybe like. Please. Maybe Can like we Dark Knight. Can we please do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. It's happening. Yeah. Bring in everyone. All, everybody. <laughs> all of them. You're all coming. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the whatever, wherever that IMAX is. Dude, Easy Allies IMAX meetup. Can you even imagine the hype? Let's do it. <laughs> When's it come out? I think like March or something. Meet us at the IMAX, baby. <laughs> uh, Carl Williams' Holmes and Watson, which I've heard is just abysmal. Mm-hmm. The the, IV, the the AV Club review of that. A friend of it. mine is a is a critic for the AV Club, A.A. A. Dowd. Yeah. Uh, grew, like went to college with him. You nice. Yeah. Good friend of mine. I actually introduced him to his wife. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah. Good on but, you. But um, but uh, anyway, uh, that has nothing to do with the story. I just like the AV Club because of that, I guess. But um, the review of Holmes and Watson was so funny. I don't think he wrote it. Somebody else wrote it. But uh, the review of Holmes and Watson was so funny because it's like the most damning faint praise you can usually give a movie is, well, at least it's in focus. But that's a distinction that even Holmes and Watson fails to achieve or whatever. Like, it's not even in focus. I'm like, jeez. That's intense. Oh. Uh, Noah says uh, one of their f- least favorite was Welcome to Marwin. Don't see this movie. Everything about it sucks, including in the moral. The premise totally had me, but it fails on every level. Bummer. Because it's an interesting... There's a documentary too, I think, about the same guy. He like mm. gets brain damage, loses entire identity, and then just like makes these incredible miniatures about, um, like, uh, I don't know, various scenes, I guess, war and stuff. Jeez. Yeah, I think he was a soldier. There's a documentary about it. That I haven't seen, obviously, or I wouldn't have more information. But Dang. seems crazy. That um, sounds intense. 
Silent Consonant, least favorite films of 2018, Ready Player One, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Venom, and Pacific Rim. Cover your ears. Did you see it in IMAX? (laughs) (laughs) Did you see it in IMAX? Uh, Jesse Abraham says, my least favorite would be The Incredibles. It might not be the worst movie, uh, but it was just disappointed. I wanted greatness, and it does not deliver. I would actually agree. I think Mm. The Incredibles 2... I liked it. Incredibles 2 for me was just disappointing because... It felt like like it would have been a good sequel had it come out a year or two later. I agree. But 14 years was like It's a long gap. This was a it was such a whimper and it's yeah. just a it's basically just a rehash of the first movie's plot. I'm like we've done this. Sure. We did this already. Also it like straight up is like trying to give people epilepsy with those flashes. But like yeah, man. And also what made matters worse for me, my screening, I don't know if yours did, but my hmm. screening of of Incredibles 2 had this weird preamble like live action mm-hmm. preamble with all the actors the voice actors yeah. saying like hey movies are hard to make yeah that was weird this took 14 years because you got to write it you got to animate it, it was you got to do the voices you know you got to edit it you got to re-edit it but it's going to be worth it 14 year wait it's worth it yeah, it's worth it it was weird and then I was just like okay you're really setting me up for something yeah, great here yeah. and then it was just like a very mediocre film Ugh. Yeah, I think they tried... And I love Incredibles 1. Me too. I Legendary. love it. I think that little intro was like trying to come from a good place of like, uh, yeah. hey... I know where you're coming and your yeah, heart's in it, the right place, but it, yeah. but it made matters worse. I agree. I agree. Could have been... I really, Yeah, I really Hubris. liked it, but it didn't have that impact that yeah. one had, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. One was... Oh. Legendary. Well, but like, it just has the same message. Mm-hmm. Except it's reversed this time. Yeah. She's going off and he's nervous. Like, also, like, I know that it's set in the 60s or whatever, but it's like, these are, this is a story we don't need right now. Like, it's been done. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Whatever. Sure. Um, Tokyo Slim says, First Reformed and The Predator. First Reformed, I heard, is amazing. It's funny because Tokyo Slim really disliked it. Several other people uh, mm. put it on their tops. So. Who knows? Predator. I watched Predator over the break. I never too. saw Predator because <laughs> I just heard such bad things. Yeah. <laughs> um, an interesting movie with a very interesting message. Oh. Yes. Can you say the message without ruining it? Or I don't really want to get into spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's tell me um, later. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Could have been better. Yeah. Just. I mean, that's, there's that's a the- couple good scenes of action, but. We're talking Predator. Yeah. Predator 1 will go down. It has gone down oh, as one of the yeah. greatest it's, action it's a movies. Yeah, it's an it's action. A classic. It's an action classic. Yeah. Predator 2, Heart in the Right Place. Heart in the Right Place. Heart in the Right Place. This is the third best Predators. Predator love Predators. A little weird, but yeah. Like, not upon re... Like, I loved Predators when I first watched it, and then I rewatched it a few years later, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, not yeah. a great... Not a very good movie, but like still had some fun ideas in it. You know, love it. Yeah, but the Predator, I heard Predator. Yeah, is it the worst Predator movie? I haven't watched two in a really long time. Me I meant to watch one and two and then see it, but I ended up just watching one yeah. and then seeing it. I haven't seen two since like I was a kid. I mean, you know me. I I just try to find something like. Yeah. I love that it's a big budget R rated. Yeah. Sci-fi action movie. You know those aren't. Yeah. A given right. all the time. No. Like that's a big deal. So some of the scenes, like they spoiler alert, like they get the 
predator and they're gonna like test on him or whatever mm. like busts out yeah some good kills yeah yeah you know he's gonna bust out oh he's the predator, the predator. you can't you can't cage the the beast <laughs> yeah um man i feel like could have been better is like the mantra of like predator and alien movies yeah of since time yeah. immemorial since the second one can't get it right they can't get it right even though i like alien three and four kind of me too me too. Alien Three, especially the assembly edit. Me too. Assembly edit, good movie for sure. Yeah. Especially over time now. Oh it's yeah, it's gotten better over time. David Fincher's first movie, and um, studio meddling. There was a really cool character. He's also in Moonlight. Okay, he's in the Predator, and he was a really cool character. And like, and also the hero, uh, Boyd Holbrook, dude. He's in Logan. He's okay. got the robot arm. Oh, okay, love this guy. This guy's got like a, a a vibe. Okay. Really like him. So him and uh this his like buddy. Yeah. Good two vibes. Really cool characters. Nice. Yeah. Uh where were we here? Oh yeah, big disappointment for sure. Uh Nathan Curse says peppermint. Dude, yes, that was. I like this description. Uh, Jennifer Garner's kind of racist spin on the taken formula. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to forgive a lot in action movies, but this one is just awful. Yeah, I and it's... I knew I saw that billboard and I was like, uh oh. We had, uh, Beth and I had been watching Alias sure. all the way through. It was our eating show. So we were like hardcore invested in Jennifer Garner at the time too. <laughs> so we're like, oh, we got to go see Peppermint. So we go see Peppermint. <laughs> got to go see Peppermint. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my my worst criticism for an action movie is that the action is boring. Ooh. Can't really say more than that. Boring action in an action movie. Kiss of death right Kiss there. Kiss of death. Huh. All right, we're going to speed up a little bit. We're going to speed, gonna speed up. up. We're getting into the specific nitty-gritties here, starting with standout performance Ooh. of the year. Tony Project... Clark. Yeah, I figured that would be yours. Uh, Project DAD says, Brolin is Thanos. Captivating. <laughs> yeah. His, he is so captivating in his true belief that the greatest force of that he is the greatest force of good in the universe and sacrifices everything he worked for and loved for the greater good. I mean, Thanos made Infinity War work infinity war pulled off so many things that i thought were impossible no dude how how though because you enjoy big time the mcu you now i do but i mean dude no straight up infinity war is the first movie with the with the word avengers (laughs) in the title that i thought was good but you avengers one two and three i thought were bad this was avengers three so then one and two okay but i mean you love which one am i thinking is Oh, Civil War. Civil okay. War is Civil kind War's of right. Avengers. 3, yeah, 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 Civil War is all right. But yeah, you Winter love Soldier's the Captain Americas and the, the I've, Guardians. I, I never saw the first Captain America. Okay. I like Guardians 1. I didn't like Guardians 2. I liked Thor okay. Ragnarok. I liked Winter Soldier. I thought Civil War was so all right. This. Yeah. I actively dislike Avengers 1 and Ultron. Got it. Um, Got it. Okay. Yeah. So this made you a true believer. I mean, yeah. I mean, Black Panther made me... Black Ragnarok and Black Panther made me a true believer. And then Infinity War, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Doctor Strange. I like Doctor Strange. Fun sure, one. why not? Yeah. So fun. It did what it had to do. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Varun Kachwaha says, John Cho in Searching. Megan Leinart says, Tony Collette in Hereditary. Colin, ow, Colin Gray says, Elise Fisher in 8th grade. Silent Consonant says, Gotta go with Brian Tyree Henry and Win- Winston Duke. Brian Tyree Henry has been everywhere this year. Was great in Widows, 
which I missed. Widows. I want to see. You were talking widows up. Yeah, I need to see widows. I wish we got more of him. He did a great voice acting in Spider Verse, and Atlanta is such an amazing show, and he shines in it. And Winston Duke. I mean, what can I say? Mbaku stole the show for me in Black Panther, and I can't wait to see more of him in Us. Did you see that Us trailer? Uh, I left the room after 15 seconds because you're like, I'm spoil- in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoilers. Dude, so I was like, it this looks is too much. It looks nuts. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, so ready. Tokyo Slim Standard Performances. Mahershala Ali Vigo and Linda Cardellini in Green Book. Jacob Cedargren in The Guilty. Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. Daniel Kaluuya in Widows. Michelle Yeoh in Crazy Rich Asians, John C. Riley in The Sisters Brothers, Ben Foster and Thomason McKenzie in Leave No Trace, Elise Fisher and Josh Hamilton in Eighth Grade, Steve Buscemi in Death of Stalin, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me? Nathan Curse says Elise Fisher, Ben Foster in Leave No Trace, Tony Collette, Jesse Plemons in Game Night, Regina Hall in Support the Girls, John Cena in Blockers, Stephen Yoon in Burning, which I've heard is really good and I missed that one too. Yalitza Apricio in Roma. I'm bad at names. Dude, those are some tough names. Lady Gaga. I can say that one. (laughs) Emily Blunt and Mary Poppins Returns and everyone in The Favorite. Yeah, dude, The Favorite. Shout out to Olivia Coleman. So great. Oh, my God. And her acceptance speech at the Globes was so funny. Yeah, for that. Yeah. And I love Rachel Weisz. Emma Stone is good. Rachel Weisz has looked the same for 30 years. Yeah. The Keanu She's, Kool-Aid. Yeah. Whatever they... I'll have whatever, whatever they're having. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> oh, man. Rachel Weisz is so good. Yeah, she's, she's incredible. Awesome. Um, Serenity Now says, My favorite performance in a film or TV in 2018 was in the show Shit's Creek. In the episode Open Mic, Patrick Noah Reed serenades David Daniel Levy with a fantastic rendition of Simply the Best. It's so good that Simply the Best is now my favorite song. <laughs> Simply the best. I've heard that show's actually pretty good, which seems impossible to me for a show called Shit's Creek. <laughs> Standard Direction. Colin Gray says Ryan Coogler for Black Panther. I would agree. That was very good. Nathan Curse, Yorgos Lanthimos, MVP of the year. Felt like he was performing at peak of his powers with the favorite. A lot of people are saying he finally clicked with them after a more polarizing reaction to his earlier work. I would agree. I think the favorite is the most accessible of his films. I've seen all of them. I didn't see Killing the Sacred Deer, actually, but I liked The Lobster. And Dogtooth was, like, you know, intense, but whatever. Uh, Colt Smith liked Annihilation a lot. Standout writing, editing, cinematography. Varun Kachwaha says writing is burning. And for sound, they liked First Man a lot. Colin, oh yeah, dude. They showed me a, uh, no. They uh, when I saw something in IMAX, I was there, and they showed a uh, they showed a clip of First Man, mm. like a little preview clip, mm-hmm. and it was like the launch, and the sound oh, yeah. was insane. Gotta be flashing lights, baby, just nuts. <laughs> uh, Colin Gray says the writing. Uh, Josh Singer for First Man is also very good. Um, Nathan Kurz says, Paul Schrader's script for First Reformed is probably my favorite of the year, and Mission Impossible Fallout had great editing. That was the one. Nathan Kurz says it's the best story of the year, and Tokyo Slim said that it was like offensive how the third act went like gaga crazy or something. Yeah, so I was Mission like... Mission Impossible? For, no, First Reformed. First Reformed, okay. Uh, so I find that... That's what I love about love film, it. is that it's just like, you know... Totally. Uh, Cold Smith, uh, Bad Times at El Royale for, I think, cinematography... 
Um, TV. Several people said Better Call Saul. Best of, best of the year. Best show on TV. Well, you, you don't watch Patriot, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, Megan Linhart says Voltron Legendary Fender. Woo! Voltron. Haven't seen it, but good friend AJ uh, Locasio is the voice of Lotar or whatever. Lotar. Yeah. Oh, God. It's actually Lotar. Oh, God. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Is that, is that Warcraft? Yeah. 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 Uh, Colin Gray. The End of the Fucking World, The Americans, and The Haunting of Hill House. I really liked The Haunting of Hill House. I was scared a little. I need to watch it. You didn't watch it? No, it got spoiled for me. What? Yep. Everyone. Who spoiled it? Twitter. Twitter? Yeah. Come on now. What got spoiled? Tell me later. Yeah. I've seen it. You can tell me later. It's good. I need to watch it. Well, did they spoil it and they're like, oh, episode six is cool? Or is it like, here's what happens? Kind of both. Yeah. Yeah. Episode six is really cool, though. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse Abraham says, get shorty, which I haven't seen, but cool. Like the movie? No, the show. There's a show. What? With, uh, what's his name? Is that Chris O'Dowd that's in that? And uh, Ray Romano, I think. Seen the billboards. I haven't seen the show. I have seen a billboard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sebastian Urban says, Cobra Kai on YouTube. That's what I've heard. No. I I was meaning to uh, go back and watch Karate Kid before. Mm-hmm. Refresh my memory. I haven't seen Karate Kid in like oh, 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> I was more of a Three Ninjas kid. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with the Game Gear? Or is that Surf Ninjas? I think that's Surf Ninjas. Either way, Three I Ninjas both. has Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked those. So good. Karate Kid, a little too serious for me as a kid. <laughs> I was like, I need video game tie-ins or yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Show me that Mario. Enough of this waxing on and off. <laughs> um, Michael Seward, Barry Season 1. The Good Place, Glow Season 2, Hunting of Hill House, Michael Payman and Palin in North Korea, Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects, Sharp dude. Objects. Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects, dude. Yeah. Amy Adams getting robbed left and right by these Golden Globes. Yeah. Sharp Objects, No dude. one more robbed than Carrie Russell did not in win. the Americans? Did not win one effing award for her performance as elizabeth jenner for the americans it is absolute trash i'm done here's the thing with award shows dude yeah they gave uh the queen i think like two in a row and like i haven't seen uh people love that i haven't seen killing eve like i've heard it's sandra oh for sure it's incredible but like this is her final season, dude. I, I'm sure Killing or Killing Eve will go on and on. Like, there's time. To, there's because they do that. Award shows do the remedy, the the, it, yeah, the yeah, Scorsese yeah. departed sure, thing. Sure. That, that, yeah. you, you know, give it to him. The like, worst movie, dude. Not his worst, but here's the thing. I, though. I'll be upset for the rest of my life that she didn't win for it, dude. I'm. <laughs> I feel so like bummed that's the plight it. of the Americans, though, right? But it's it like everybody's won. silver medal. Like it's it's everyone's like, oh yeah, it's really good, but never like. Oh. It finally won best show. Oh. At this Golden year? Globes, best television show was The Americans. Well, there you go. And he won an Emmy. Ah. But they neither of them won a Golden Globe. So he is an Emmy. The show won the Golden Globe. It's upsetting me, dude. Americans, I'm upset. dude. I'm upset. He's upset. Gosh. All right. I need to watch Killing Eve, though. Yeah, I want to watch sure. it too. I've heard it's out of control. Yeah, I wasted my time on it feels American like a, Horror Story Apocalypse. Is it is it kind of like a Hannibal situation in its in its vibe? I, 
All I know is that one of the characters is an assassin, like a sociopathic assassin or okay, something. Okay. Something th- yeah. that's like all I know. I need to see it. And Sandra O's oh parents are adorable. Like, that's nice, all I know nice. in real life. Because she thanked them at the Globes and they were there and they showed them and they were just like so jolly. So proud. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. So jolly. Um, but yeah, no, I, pff, I don't know. Nice. I don't know. I gotta watch all it. I hear is that it's like incredible. Cool. Uh, what are we looking forward to in 19, 2019 here? Patriot, season one. And two, baby. And two. They're both good. It's happening in 2019. High five. Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, Varun is excited for Endgame, The Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Irishman. Yeah, what is that? Scorsese. Oh, okay. Netflix. Netflix. Pacino. De Niro. Pesci. They're oh, all there. They're all there. It's a full house. The budget of this movie has ballooned. It was supposed to be like under a hundred million, and it's coming in at like two hundred million <laughs> because they're using the Marvel de aging technology, and the budget's just out of control. Yeah. This movie's off the rails, dude. <laughs> it's, it's going just to Netflix. It's his highest budget movie of all time. Yeah, a Netflix movie. Yeah, yep. Netflix has the cash; they don't care. Yeah, throw They'll it, burn throw it. it, whatever. What's uh, crazy is that we won't really see the budget. Because it's all gone towards like yeah, the VFX yeah. of making them look younger. But I mean, that's what if that if that if stuff that worked. Off, if that's if that technology worked, you would not, you could not tell it was there. Yeah. Maybe this will be the time because Maybe they've be really the, put so much. So in far, it. I have not seen de aging technology pay off. Yeah. Well, how many times have they done it? Not that much. Not not that much. We're on the cutting edge yeah. still. I feel like the Irishman could be the slightly one. Slightly that... better. The trailer for Captain Marvel did not make me immediately recoil in horror. I watched it. Media blackout. Mm. I can't see any of Coulson until I'm in the theater. But you know that they're de- de-aging Samuel L. Yeah, and Coulson, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Jackson, if it wasn't clear which Samuel L. I was talking about. Sam um, Jackson. <laughs> Megan Linart. 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 Says It Chapter 2. Dude. I'm a scaredy cat. I didn't watch It 1. Didn't do it. Couldn't do it. I saw didn't Jessica Chastain with the kid actor. She's in that movie? Jessica Chastain is now going to be her, Oh, she's older. the older. I saw them like... I like Jessica Chastain. They had a really cool picture. They were together. Bah. Oh, my gosh. Colin Gray's excited that Game of Thrones is finally ending. I'm also excited about this. Yeah. Uh, it makes me bummed that I don't have my own private IMAX, though, to watch it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Game of Thrones is one of those shows where it's like, no talking. No talking. Like, I went over to a friend's house one no time, lights. and they were like, we're going to watch Game of Thrones. And I was like, okay, cool. And then people were just talking, and I was like... I'm never, I can't not only this. am I never coming to watch Game of Thrones here again, I'm never watching anything here yeah. again. <laughs> I was like, never. Phone's off. Yeah. Blind. Talking pulled. in a movie is like cardinal sin to me. Yeah. Or I show, agree. Like Game of Thrones. Unless it's a DCEU movie. Sure. Then I encourage you. If it's like Feel a fun, free. If it's a fun zany theater experience, <laughs> sure. But yeah, if we're watching The Favorite, I'm like, put, stop yeah. talking. 100%. Uh... Tim O'Keefe says Godzilla King of Monsters. Yep, we're excited for that. See you at the IMAX. See you at the IMAX. Meet up. Yep. Easy Allies. Meet up. King of Monsters. Uh, Noah says, I'm crazy hyped about Avengers Endgame, but I'm also very anxious about it. Infinity War was such an all-encompassing phenomenon that I'm worried Endgame will somehow F it up. Don't even. There's no way. They are too dialed in. They've been planning this for a decade. Well, and they shot them at the same time. Ex- so yeah. it's effectively the same movie. Have no fear. Yeah. Have no fear. This I hope, movie is going to be amazing. The stakes, though, 
are the highest. Have like never been higher, I feel like, for but like a blockbuster series. I would say Star Wars. Sure. Because of the legacy. And because of all the like weird like hate and everything. Exactly. Yeah, Star Wars has got some high ass stakes. Yeah. Disney is dealing with the highest stakes. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Probably. I, I, I have no fear. The, just the, the momentum they have yeah. going in. Actually, this is the end. I take that back, though. The stakes are not at all high because even if the movie tanks, the opening weekend, it's going to make like $40 billion. Exactly. Just because everyone has to see it. <laughs> everyone. So there are no stakes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ongoing MCU stakes, <laughs> I guess. But like this movie's going to slay no matter what. Yep. It is going to slay. Steph CT, of course, is looking forward to Endgame and Captain Marvel, as uh, well as Star Wars and Far From Home. But while I'm still somewhat skeptical, I find myself super excited for Joker. Really curious about the direction they go with the movie. Also, Us looks incredible, and I'm really loving this horror renaissance that seems to be happening right now. Yeah, I hope Joker is good. Me too. Seems inspired. Yeah, it seems like they're making choices. Yeah. Which is all you really can ask. Exactly. It doesn't seem like studio interference is a problem on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just like, hey, we can't be trusted. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that this I is go. what the DC stuff needs to do. What do you say when uh, Blood and Jones are gone? Like, parents are gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what Joker feels yeah, like. Yeah, the wheels are coming off the wagon. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. No training wheels. <laughs> We're just going for it. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. what Aquaman was me to me. Yeah. Like, well now they're, they're, they're just having fun with it. Yeah. Hopefully like, which is what they need to do. Totally. Someone, uh, I don't know who, but someone wrote an article about how DCU and Marvel have had opposite trajectories where mm-hmm. like MCU started off kind of funny and zany and now is like super heavy and serious. Yeah. Even though I think some of their funnier movies have come out recently, like Ragnarok obviously is a triumph, but DCU started like, so deadly serious, but that no one cared yet. Yeah. And now they're starting to have fun. That no one cared yet. Right. That's you can't start so, heavy. That's so smart. Yeah. You're that's so right. Yeah. Because I think of Civil War. I and mean, also they weren't well done, but like there's that. I think of Civil War and like that movie is so yeah. serious. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the most serious movie. Yeah. So I like showed Beth it. Hard to rewatch Civil War. For Dude, me. Beth was like picking her nails and just like, oh my gosh, please just end, end this movie because it's so serious. And if you don't care, right. that movie must be a nightmare. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not already on board, oh. like don't start with Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch like the three preambles. Mm-hmm. Like Infinity War, there are like f- six prereqs before you can care. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, anything you're looking forward to in 2019? They nailed it. I yeah. mean, Avengers, this has been... What a ride. Years the in M- the making. Yeah, years, years and years and hours and hours and hours of content. The cinematic universe. Um, Runaway season two. You watch it yet? I have not yet watched it. I watched season one. Yeah, I remember. I was with Omar pleased. and then I walked into Omar's room the other day and he was watching it and I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks, Omar. Guess we're not watching this together, Omar. Jeez. To be fair, I was gone for yeah. Christmas, so he probably just started. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah. it will. So stoked for that. So stoked for are they like doing it now like glacial pace season one glacial runaways yeah oh this is a little more breakneck all right yeah glacial same problem with season one i'm gonna prep you so you're not disappointed the ending it just it just stops dude it just stops honestly huber i'm probably not gonna watch what did they do like what are you doing the whole runaway season two is just like we're going up we're going up 
finale. That's it. It just ends. Better than American yeah. Horror Story Apocalypse, which, granted, American Horror Story, not a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's campy and weird, and it's, like, meant to be campy and mm-hmm. terrible. Uh, but, like, my God. Whimper. <laughs> yeah. Ends with a whimper. It's <laughs> the worst. Offensive whimper. <laughs> like, oh, God. It's the worst. Made me, like, retroactively hate things that I had previously because liked. Because you put so much time right. into it. Right, Oh, <laughs> And I mean, like, this is with, like, the lowest expectations possible because it's American Horror Story. <laughs> but, like, eh. yeah. Yeah, words cannot even say how excited I am for Endgame and Captain Marvel just to see Coulson oh, yeah. again on the big screen. Captain Marvel. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the new season, obviously. All that Marvel goodness. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. Whoa! I'm worried. I liked Last Jedi quite a bit. So Me like too. I'm worried that JJ is going to like screw it up somehow. As long I have one one request, one requirement if you will, as long as the Knights of Ren are involved, yeah. yeah, yeah. Either in a flashback, a flash forward, a flash sideways, some kind of lost style. Yeah. Here's my thing. Here's <laughs> my thing with Star Wars 9 is like and I mean, we could talk for hours about Star Wars probably, mm-hmm. but like Star Wars 9 is, I hope they didn't listen to anyone. Don't listen to the people who loved 8. Don't listen to the people who hated it. Stay true to don't yourself. Don't course correct because that's yeah. how you destroy these things. Because yes. like, that's the thing people forget is like, same with like Crimes of Grindelwald, which is like not a great movie, but like it's the middle. <laughs> it's the middle movie. Kind of. Of, of a trilogy. There are going to be five Grindelwalds. Five Fantastic Beasts? Five. Oh, yeah. Five. Ian, five. Lord. <laughs> but anyway, I did not know that. I assumed it was a trilogy. But, like, um, you know, like, obviously Empire Strikes Back is incredible, but think of the way that movie ends. Yeah. It just does. Yeah. And, like, we have the gift of hindsight, and I think it was well-received at the time, mm-hmm. too, but I don't know. But, like, I think a lot of the things that people are freaking out about with eight – if if they do it well, will be addressed in nine and will make totally. way more like will make everything like everything people are worried about you can tie it all in right like everyone's a fucking spaz. It's pretty funny though that do, like Endgame now is at a point maybe where it is higher stakes than Star Wars. Yeah, which is so ironic because this is Episode Nine. This is the one that's supposed to be right. the end. When we were watching A New Hope and and Return of the Jedi Empire Strikes Back as kids. What happens in episode nine? Think about how many yeah. times maybe in your life you've theorized. Like, like we've how always does it all known end? there was supposed to be nine of them. Yeah. Which is weird. But because episode eight was so polarizing, there's just a huge swath of people that are that I feel like kind of have the attitude of like, we'll wait and see. Right. Oh, what yeah, yeah, happens yeah. at this point. Uh, there are women in it. It's, it's already been ruined, so who yeah, cares? Yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. whoa. To this day, though, like at Disney World or whatever over break and stuff, like you just play that horn hit the the music from star wars I, like tears in yeah. my eyes yeah. still like yep. there's magic in star wars mm-hmm. and like uh whatever once we get to, I, once liked, I didn't hate solo out. i don't know whatever yeah once the title reveal yeah <sighs> i like it i don't know star yeah. wars whatever but like yeah end game is intense cuz the thing i'm worried about with end game is they have to undo all the stuff cuz obviously they they're obviously they have to undo that. They have to 
but incorporate Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. They have to introduce the whole next wave of Marvel oh, universe I hope they stuff. Don't. I hope that's not this right. movie. I hope that's what I'm saying. Is like don't, don't think... try to cram in too much. Yeah. Like, like are they, like I hope the scrolls aren't in this. Like tease, I'm sure, but like. Remember, Captain Marvel can still set up a lot. That's on its true. Own. That's true. It can maybe even be a prologue to this. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, it is. Yeah. It can. It like, can add quite I would a bit. not. Be, I would not be surprised if like there's in, a flash forward in it. And in Captain in... Marvel, she like it. It ends with her getting that pager thing or something. Totally. Like who knows? Maybe she can travel in time. Like I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. But uh, yeah. And I mean, I think we haven't heard from her because she's in space. Yeah. You know. She's in cryo. <laughs> I think I think she's just off fighting the scrolls in yeah, space. Probably battling someone. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I'm waiting. There's all kinds of stuff. Hype, anyway, hype train. Now now is the time to discuss our own favorite films. Marvel. I don't know, I don't know if yours are in order, but mine I put mine in order. Uh yeah, it's got a surprisingly high amount of Marvel on it. I never thought I would have a list like this. I used to be more pompous than I am now, I guess. Um, but here, here am I. Worn right? you down. Yeah, you worn me down. Well, these movies have so much damn heart now. They're good now. There's so much heart. Yeah, I just I didn't get better. The movies did. They did. It warms <laughs> my belly. Uh, okay, so number eight, I have a top eight because that's just what happened. Black Panther, number eight. Nice. Number seven, Infinity War. Nice. Number six, Searching. Nice. I liked it. Number five, Isle of Dogs. Number four, Black Klansman. Number three, Spider Verse. Number two, The Favorite. Nice. Number one, can you guess what Mandy. number one is? Mandy. I knew it because he didn't say <laughs> it, and I know how much yeah. you loved it. Mandy, baby, nice. that movie is bonkers. Ah, it, it was close though. Spider Verse, The Favorite, and Mandy are like close. You bummed me out because you said how good of a theater experience you had with it, but now I gotta watch it at home. Probably still gonna be dope at okay. home. Okay, I'll, I'll wear headphones. Sure. Okay. It'll right. melt your brains, man. Okay. Watch it at night. Lights off. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not a daytime flick? No. Okay. No, no, no. Like, the the black of night. Okay. Midnight. Start it at, like, 1 a.m.? Start it, start it so that, like, act three starts at midnight. Okay. You want the, the movie to be, like, ramping up as you hit midnight, and then, okay. like, devils and witches will come out <laughs> in real life. Perfect. What are your faves of the, of the year? Faves, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Loved it. Action such good action yeah one of my favorite shots ever is tom cruise quick draw mm. better than a western movie that scene where he just like just yeah i he always think of that shot dude his quick draw is legendary in yeah. fallout um and I, the way it t- I like i just like watching tom cruise run along things like roofs and stuff <laughs> yeah he just commits. Yep. The most committed running. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard somebody else talk about this too, but like the most committed running of any actor on, on maybe ever. Yeah. Tom Cruise, that crazy man just <laughs> runs. Probably faster <laughs> than a cheetah. <laughs> Little five, yeah. five foot ten. That's why he has to run so hard. Five foot three. I don't know how tall he is. Yeah, just the way the movie tied all everything together, and yeah, it was just a hell. It was a of gift a ride. for fans of the franchise. It really was. Yeah. Even if you're not fully invested in all the lore, the movie itself was just so amazing. Yeah. Uh, Avengers, obviously. Yeah. I just... I haven't seen that one. Avengers, obviously. Avengers, obviously. <laughs> it's uh, the one where the heroes win. Yeah. Because obviously they always win. 
I would kind of love it because so, Noah mentioned an, a young Avengers tease. I would love it if it was like in the 80s and it was called Avengers, obviously. <laughs> obviously? <laughs> That'd be so funny. That's one of the Marvel games they're working on, like Square Enix. Yeah. Avengers, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Whoa. Yep. Are these in order? No, no, no. No order. Okay. No order. As you can see, a lot of these are blockbusters because of the way movies are just going now. I can get my 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 cerebral emotions. I, I prefer to do that in the comfort of my my own home now. Sure. You know, uh, Roma, I heard the cinematography is beautiful. I've heard that, yeah. So I want to see that in theater. But, you know, I feel like the home now is where I do my self-meditation and my... my you know, watch the the serious stuff, yeah. and the theater is just now funsies. The the theater is honestly an, an amusement park now for me more than it's ever been. So, mm. uh, Hereditary, mm. just ridiculous. Tony Collette done. Yeah, Halloween. Oh yeah, hands down. Like maybe like it honestly goes back in in my head. Like maybe my number one of the last year was wow. Halloween. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Loved what they did to the mythos of Michael Myers. Sure. 10 out of 10. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. That's good enough. Yep. Some horror and some blockbusters there. It's <laughs> pretty much. I yep. would expect nothing less. Yeah. I don't have any quotes. I don't know. It was a good year. Do you have a quote for a quote challenge or should we just get out of here? Say something. Oh, that seems familiar. What is that? Halloween. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I hope he gets out. Isn't that what she says? Like, I hope he gets yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, dude. I have a line from, but you didn't see it, so. Oh. Uh, it's probably Mandy. No, nah, it's from The Favorite. Dang it. There's something like, well, I don't want to say it. It's too It's too uproarious. It's okay. too, too outrageous of a line to, <laughs> okay. to, to utter here. Okay. But, um, yeah, that movie's out of control. Mandy's incredible. It, my quote from Mandy is just Nicolas Cage drinking a bottle of some kind of alcohol, crying in a bathroom for like 50 straight <laughs> seconds. Um, oh, that movie. Ah, God, Nick that Cage. movie. You're going to love Mandy, dude. It is the most bonkers movie. I love bonkers. Oh, my God. It's so good. Anyways. Gotham uh, final season premiere, Ian. Oh. The reason I love Gotham so much is because of how bonkers it is, and they own it. And they yeah. go for it. You need to own it. In such earnest, they just go for the bonkers. This final season, dude, there's been one episode. Uh-huh. It is the most <laughs> over the top in a dramatic sense. Oh. It caught, like, every... It's like an episode of Nick Nip Tuck. Dude. So over the top dramatic. It's out of control. <laughs> every scene, it's like they're going for an Oscar, dude. <laughs> it is... Who can be more just, yeah. serious and upset by these it's, circumstances? It's just so fun. That oh. sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. That's 2018. We're looking forward to 2019. Thank you, Michael Huber. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, everyone uh, watching and listening here with us. We will be back in February to talk about whatever the hell's going on in February. We'll be setting up the um, King of the Monsters yeah imax imax meetup we gotta do this wait for specific details (laughs) in the february episode of the for the imax meetup for king of the monsters um check out patreon.com slash easy allies if you're a seven dollar and up patron you are part of the film club you get in on the discussions you get the episode earlier um it's good times it's great really good community there people talk to each other it's really nice um good comments kin mothma 
carry Godzilla? Mothra? Like, I don't or, know. Or, or, or well, Godzilla, like... Mothra's fragile. Yeah. But... Like, I was thinking... Regenerates. I was thinking if... Could, like, carry Godzilla... Rodan like, maybe <laughs> could, but I, don't, I think Rodan's a bad boy. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to ask Sophia. She knows all that. Godzilla anyway. professional? Oh, yeah. Obsessed. Dude, I'm... All right. Catch you next month. Bye.